Last week was Pentecost Sunday, and today on the Sunday after, after Pentecost, we celebrate the Sunday of all the saints. We heard in a letter to the Hebrews why some are considered saints. The saints who through faith enforce justice, receive promises, stop the mouths of lions, quench raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, some were tortured, others suffered mocking and scourging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were killed with the sword, they went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, and ill-treated. Quite a list for us to live up to. The word saint, however, is not just something that we refer to those who are far greater than us in the spiritual life and those who have accomplished all these great things. To break up the word, the word saint and holy actually mean the same thing. They're synonymous. So on this Sunday after Pentecost, we celebrate that the gift of the Holy Spirit is specifically holiness, that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Holiness means that we are saints, and it also means that we continue to grow as saints, as holy ones, when we keep growing as the beloved holy ones of God in our journey to heaven. There are three very important and interrelated elements of holiness, that is, being a saint. First, we need to recognize that God himself is holy. Second, we need to be absolutely convinced that we also are holy. And third, we need to ask God to help us keep growing in holiness. The first point may not initially be so difficult to believe because the whole Bible speaks to us about the holiness of God. Many examples. For example, Leviticus 11.44, For I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves therefore, and be holy, for I am holy. The second is then to recognize that we too, although we are not God, are also holy. We are not holy on our own, but simply because God created us in his image and made us holy. We learn this from the first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So God is holy. God creates us in his image and likeness, and therefore we are holy. However, the tragedy of our life, the tragedy of our relationship with God, is that we do not always appreciate God's holiness, and we do not always appreciate the holiness that God has placed in us, and there we, therefore we fall away from the holiness that God wants us to live every single day. And as a result, we separate ourselves from God who is holy. We see this specifically in Genesis 3, verses 8 to 9, when Adam and Eve turned away from God. 
they turned away from God, but also turned away from the holiness that he is and the holiness that he instilled in them. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? So despite our turning away from God, God shows us from the book of Genesis all the way to the end of the Bible, but also in the lives of the saints, that God is patient with every single one of us. And that God never turns his back on us, regardless of which direction we may be facing. In other words, we might dim the light of our holiness, but God's image is always in us, regardless of how tarnished it may be because of what we have done and the distance from us. The word holy or saint throughout the Bible and hopefully in our life never refers to somebody else or something that, ha that somebody else did far, far away in some past event. Throughout the Bible, those who live a life of faith right now in what they are doing are called holy or saint. For example, Psalm 30, verse 4, Sing praises to the Lord, O you, his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. And in the letter to the Romans, chapter 1, verse 7, St. Paul says, To all God's beloved in Rome, who are called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. He also continues his theme in his letter to the Corinthians, where he says that this word saint can refer to other people, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, together with all those in every place, call on the name of the Lord our God, both their Lord and ours. The New Testament also reminds us that because we are holy ones, that is, living saints, we have a responsibility to reach beyond ourselves, to be there for others, and to help others. That is why Jesus lived this throughout his old ministry. He wasn't isolated on himself, but did everything he could to respond to the needs of others, and after he established the church and ascended to the Father, this is what we witness as one of the key characteristics of the early church in the life of the apostles. For example, in Acts chapter 5, verses 14 to 16, St. Peter's shadow heals people. More than ever, believers were added to the Lord, multitudes, both of men and women, so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and pallets, that as Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. The people also gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. In addition to the importance of recognizing that God is holy and we are holy, 
we all need to keep in mind that we, all, that we need to keep asking God to help us keep growing in holiness by recognizing His holiness and by recognizing the needs of those around us. We have to clearly recognize and realize that holiness and the life of faith is not a burden, but rather a joy. We live this happily. We do not live it as another task to accomplish or something that we do to somehow impress God because God does not need us to impress Him. Rather, He needs us to enter this relationship with Him and to feel the joy of being called His sons or daughters. In Pope Francis's apostolic exhortation called The Joy of the Gospel, ironically one of the first things he wrote, he says, The joy of the gospel fills the hearts and lives of all who encounter Jesus. Those who accept his offer of salvation are set free from sin, sorrow, inner emptiness, and loneliness. With Christ, joy is constantly born in you. In this exhortation, I wish to encourage the Christian faithful to embark upon a new chapter of evangelization marked by this joy, while pointing out new paths for the church's journey in years to come. He reminds us that we need to be rooted in joy and to avoid negativity, narcissism, cynicism, and all the things that isolate ourselves onto our, in, in ourselves because God is our strength. We reach for strength not in just personal um, willpower by feeling good that morning, but by realizing that God's presence, not just God's power in an abstract way, but God's actual presence is in us. That's why he continues to remind us in that apostolic exhortation. He says there are Christians whose lives seem like Lent without an Easter. In other words, everything they see around them is negative and they haven't quite grasped the reality of Jesus conquering death through his resurrection. This is not vague optimism. Today, we are filled with clips or encouragement for positive thinking that is, that is disconnected from the reality of who we are and who God is and that relationship. Our approach is rooted in our daily encounter with Christ and the joy that that brings. That's why Pope Francis also adds, I invite all Christians everywhere at this very moment to a renewed personal encounter with Jesus Christ or at least an openness to letting him encounter them. I ask all of you to do this unfailingly each day. In all the baptized from first to last, the sanctifying power of the Holy Spirit is at work, impelling us to evangelization. The people of God are holy thanks to this holy anointing. In addition to the saints in heaven, today's celebration of all the saints celebrates the three elements of holiness I mentioned that God is holy, that we are holy, and our daily journey of faith that leads us to even greater holiness. 
The Bible gives us many examples of God's holiness, some of which I mentioned, and the holiness of those who followed his commandments. Therefore, today, we need to remind ourselves of these biblical examples and to continue to live our daily life imitating and mentored by the great men and women who passed us, passed before us. The biblical journey continues only when we imitate the holy ones whom we call saints, who gave us abundant examples. Therefore, today, we can ask ourselves, are we different because of our faith? And if the answer is yes, then another very important question, how are we different people because of our faith? In other words, what has our relationship with Christ done in us? Well, how has it moved us to become better individuals in society, but also greater men and women of prayer, greater men and women of interaction, greater men and women of healing, of patience and presence around those around us. This is not intended to mean that we are any better, but we need to be better than ourselves without the Word of God in our life. It is very important to give ourselves some credit in the many good things we have done and are doing, but then also to continue to encounter the living God in order to grow in His holiness and the holiness in which He created us. This is how we recognize God's holiness, first part, and then second, move on to rejoice in our holiness, and then thirdly, grow in our journey to become holier disciples of such a wonderful and amazing God.